0: Hey guys, it's Mike. I just wanted to give you a disclaimer here before this episode. Uh, Like an idiot, I did not check my settings to make sure I was recording on the right microphone, so I used. Um, by default, the onboard microphone that comes with my headphones. So the audio quality from my end of this conversation in this podcast is not the best, but everybody else sounds great. We had a great conversation. So hopefully you guys can forgive me for the less than stellar audio on my end, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. back ladies and gentlemen to another episode of ggr pirate radio my name is mike lundsert and we are live once again here doing another podcast for all of your listening enjoyment you can check us out at greatgeekrefuge.com but not only that there is a multitude of places you can check us out to listen to the podcast that you've been doing it through the website first off hey we appreciate you doing that but you can do it on spotify you can do it on uh, apple Podcasts. you can do it on google uh we've also got options where um it's PodChaser is the name of the website it's podchaser.com it's a really cool site because what it ends up doing is it gives you the ability to rate and rank your podcast to show all the things that you really enjoy like all your favorite shows like you can do like your top eight like you used to when you were on myspace but also, too, you can actually create yourself a profile. So if you're a podcaster like myself or MC Brooks, you can create yourself a profile and you can say, hey, I've been part of every single one of these episodes, but I was also a guest on this show. So it's kind of like IMDB and a podcasting network all rolled into one. So pretty cool stuff. So check it out there, too. They're friends of ours on, uh, on, on the Twitters, as the kids like to say. But um, what we're going to do is we're going to do a fun little game here. Um, our catchphrase is don't be a juice bag. In this Corona quarantine that we've all experienced, we've probably seen some things, seen some people showing their ass, which is one of my favorite Southern euphemisms to say. I love I love saying that about somebody. Um, we've probably seen somebody show their ass at one point or another. And we want to create a, uh, a quiz, basically. Are you a juice bag? We'll find out tonight, because what we're going to do is we're going to go round table with myself, Mike Lunsford. We've also got MC Brooks here. Hello. We've also got James Rambo. Howdy. I want to talk to you guys about this because I, the thing that that, that that kicked this off in the first place is I was talking to somebody and they were saying that they um, they were out with a girl um, and they got dinner. And the girl was like, no, no, let me pay. And paid for dinner, but then tipped really, really poorly. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Their service was good. The food was good. Like everything was good. But they tipped like 10% or less. What? And the dude was just like Like he wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt. And he was just kind of like, Did you do not like Did he do something that I didn't know about? Like why are you tipping so low? She's like, Oh no, this is the perfect amount. And he was like, All right. And like He like, you know, politely let her leave first and then just like to a 20 on the table, which honestly, I probably would have done the same thing. But like, man, that is such a dick move. And like that is such an indicator of like, in my opinion, that makes you a juice bag. If you don't tip people well, like, man, that's a dick move. So this is this is what brought all of this up in the first place.
1: Yeah. Or if you just don't tip at all, like like that, that like. There are very few things that that make me like angry like that. Like, you you know that you know that these people are being underpaid because capitalism and a bunch of other stuff, and you know that you know they're serving you like they're 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 doing a job. They're they you know they need to make ends meet like the rest of us do, and instead of you know doing the thing that is, you know expected of you if you're going to dine out and dine in at that you just opt to not do it at all like why are you why, why eat out then what's the point Just yeah that's it's, it's just it's like that's an asshole thing it is
0: it totally is and like i i don't even know where it comes like okay one of the things that like i found out from some friends of mine who had studied abroad they were telling me that like in england for instance they don't tip but that's because the servers and the bartenders and stuff get paid like you know like a decent living wage instead of like, like
2: properly yeah. compensated. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yeah. So, like yeah. So then I mean they don't get shit on like they do here. Um. So like a lot of Europeans don't understand the the tradition. So like I think that as soon as it gets explained though, you know like oh yeah, problem, but the second yeah it,
2: it's one thing to to be culturally ignorant, right? Um. But you get corrected and then you adjust your fucking behavior like it's it I, oh god this this <laughs> whole episode is going to tap a vein of rage oh, uh, sure. <laughs> it, there's, there's, there's a degree to which you are you know everyone is ignorant we are all ignorant of something and the best the only thing you can do is you can be self reflective and be patient and be willing to listen when someone says hey that thing you did is not cool, you should change it. Yeah. And you go, "Oh, you're right. I will change it." And then you adjust and you keep going forward. So, yeah, this idea of like you know, uh, people you know, hey, maybe this girl is like first generation European uh, immigrant or something and it just didn't occur to her. Well, when she was told, she should have changed her fucking behavior. <laughs> um yeah, man. I, and, and like to go back to what MC was talking about, there's, I haven't worked, um, I haven't done, a, a, a um, food service in so much as like serving. Um, but I have had tip positions before and there's something extra insulting about a particularly small tip versus no tip. Like I would prefer nothing if you're in such a position where you can't give anything or you you can't give you have to give such a small amount give me nothing i like that seems to be a, a more clear declaration of like i can't afford to do this um then again the position i was in was not one that like we as a culture have decided this is a position which you were supposed to give extra money independent of the cost um but yeah that's just my two cents on that uh but yeah you th- and and like the the Even better are the people who are like, well, you know, I don't think that tipping makes sense, you know, culturally from a capitalist standpoint. We should be paying people more. It shouldn't be the responsibility of the customer to take care of this. But it fucking is. Exactly. It is. You know, like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, m- miss
0: me with that bullshit. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you can prove yourself to be very intelligent about the ways of capitalism and how, you know, a society built on service works, but you're still not tipping and you're still a dick. Yeah. So, Business yeah. that can't yeah.
2: afford to pay its workers, blur 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 fuck off. Fuck then, right, right off.
0: Then don't fucking go there, you yeah. know? Like, god damn, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm that- glad that Catching a nerve by the way. I'm like I'm excited. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like these people need to understand, like if you can afford to eat out, you can afford the tip well. If you mm-hmm. can't if you can't afford the tip well, then you can't afford to eat out. Because that's all a part of the experience. You're paying for everything. Your tip should be included in what you can afford for it. If you can't afford the tip, okay, get it to go. Or go yeah. somewhere or, or, or get somewhere go, get fast food. Or, or get somewhere where you're not being served, because when you when you're when you're being served, you're 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 signing up to tip.
2: Yeah. yeah, I have zero compunction about getting food to go and not leaving extra money. Yeah, no, fuck yeah, no. I I the tip is for the server. No server was involved in this. I'm paying literally just for the food. But if I, if my ass hits a seat and I'm brought a drink and I'm brought my food, no, I now owe this person money. It's up right. there with if you're walking down the street and you know, a fucking busker is playing music, uh, music or doing whatever the fuck, wherein they have money, like a, like a, a an open guitar case or a bucket or some shit that they want money for. And you listen for more than a couple seconds. You owe that person money. Fucking social contract.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent like it's, and that's what I want to do is I want to go round table here, guys. I want to get some things that we need to add to this list, you know, like tipping, properly tipping somebody. that That's like an, an automatic sign for me that somebody's an asshole. Right. Like that. That's one Rambo. Give us one for you where you're just like when you see this happen, you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Uh,
2: this might be. Uh, well, this is this is specific to um my current living situation, which has been my living situation for years now. But anyone who lives in um, an apartment building, a condo, whatever have you, where you're in a building with multiple people and there's a laundry room, if you use all the washing machines, you're a fucking asshole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You need to leave at least one open. If you use all of them at once, you are a dick. Particularly if you do it at a time when you know people wash their clothes consistently, like during the day. If we're if you're washing clothes at like 3 a.m., fucking go with God. Whatever. <laughs> but oh, God. if if you're <laughs> if you're, you're doing this shit at like 4 p.m., uh uh-uh, uh, yeah. no way. And I will tag on to that. I have seen people like I, you know. You'll do the thing where you know you'll you'll like drop a quarter, uh, you know, like I got next kind of thing where you'll leave your basket of clothes in the in the laundry room. I have seen motherfuckers bring back two more loads to refill the two machines they've just been using. What?
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> if you do that, you're a fucking dick. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Like I got to say um one of the things that that I I'm very fortunate in the places that I've lived when we've been renting never once have we had to have a communal laundry room it's you always been our yeah and like, like when we lived in a house we ha- we actually bought a washer and dryer so in the apartment we're in now those are our washer and dryer so if they break i mean that's on us but like let me tell you it, it is a very very fortunate thing and I'm very glad that I haven't had to have this experience like you have cuz man that would i would start so many fights i was ready to start a fight at Wawa because they skipped me in line like <laughs> like right now. That is a I, fightable offense, though. Dude, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'll tell that story because that's going to be another asshole move, too. We'll talk about that in just second. Uh, but, yeah, like I can't even imagine trying to go downstairs and wash my laundry and, like, having somebody, like, take up multiple machines forever. I would be like – no, I would wait till they left because they would leave. I would wait till they left and I would <laughs> take their shit out of one of them and I would throw it on the goddamn floor. And I'd be like, guess you got to wash it again.
1: <laughs> that, <laughs> we We used to do that at Dell State. <laughs> in my apartment <laughs> building, like if you like if you were caught, if you if 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 you were caught doing, it, especially if especially if they if people knew that you didn't live on the floor, because they had they had um washers and dryers on every floor of my apartment building, and they oh. found that you came from a different floor to oh. do to 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 use it. Mm-mm. Yeah, you there was a good chance you were going to find your shit on the floor or off to the side somewhere.
2: No, like there's. There is no emergency that requires you to, you, 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 you need two washers full of clean clothes in the next two hours. Right. It's not a thing. <laughs> like, there's, there's no situation that I can think of that that requires. Um, and it, it comes down like, and Hey, I'm not unsympathetic to people with families Um, and people get busy and shit. I hear that you still stagger it you still like you you put one load in and like hey if you want to keep daisy chaining that one washer have at it that's what it's there for um it's the people who use all available machines at the same time that i have no fucking sympathy for
0: yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah mc what is what is something that when you witness it you're just like oh dude fuck this person
1: well to to keep in line with the the first thing we were talking about as far as yeah. tipping your servers yeah uh, in the same line is that people who berate service workers in in any form mm-hmm. I, used to, I, 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 I worked at um I've worked at target i worked at kmart yeah. i've been i've been uh I, I was mostly stockroom but i've been in front i've been in front of a cash register a handful of times and the, the there is nothing more infuri- infuriating than a, the the customer is always right person and someone uh-huh. who feels who feels entitled who feels entitled to talk to you any kind of way or treat you any kind of way just because they're the customer and they are they they feel entitled to whatever whatever it is that you're there to
0: provide them with I yeah. I, I I hate that shit I could not agree more Yeah like. OK, so I worked before the job that I have now, I worked in uh, retail for a number of years. Um, we've mentioned the name of the company before, but I'm not going to mention them. Well, actually, I will, because fuck them, because they're, <laughs> they're, the, they're the worst what of the worst. Say. They're total scumbags. Um, we saw them before the uh, coronavirus really, really, really got into the quarantine stage of things. Like They just did not give a shit about their employees at all. And that's GameStop. But let me tell you one of the things that I took so much joy in being a manager at GameStop is when somebody comes in there and starts getting shitty with you and they're talking to one of your employees and they start getting shitty with them. You stepping in and telling them to go fuck themselves because they are not allowed to talk to your people like that.
2: Oh, because glorious.
0: Not only <laughs> not only is it awesome and empowering, but the look on your employees face when they see that you have their back is fucking phenomenal. Like it, it is it is so empowering because like and most of the time, too. I would do that to a customer and then I would pull them aside and have a conversation with them about like hey why are you being like this we want to help you tell us your situation and we'll help you but you are not allowed to curse at us and you are not allowed to scream at us we do not have to deal with that like I had a woman at christmas time who had bought an Xbox 360 for her son and brought you know took it out played it didn't work right she came in and was screaming at Brandon Brandon was all oh, of them. no was all of 17 years old screaming at Brandon, and you could see Brandon trembling. And I gently put my hand on Brandon's chest and pushed him back. I was like, I got this. I was like, ma'am, first off, stop screaming. Secondly, you know we're going to replace this for you, correct? And she goes, well, I just don't appreciate I was like, no, 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 no. I'm getting you another Xbox right now. As a matter of fact, Brandon, Hey, go test this for me. And we have a machine where you can just plug it in, test it, make sure it works. We put a game in there. It worked fine. I was like, we just tested this other one. We know for a fact that this one works. So why are you still screaming at a 17 year old uh, child? And she <laughs> stopped. <laughs> yeah. Cause her daughter was like, mom, you're embarrassing me. And I looked at her. I was like, I'm on your side. I want to help you, but stop fucking yelling at my kids. And she was like, I just, I'm very sorry, it's very frustrating, it's the holidays, and I was like, I understand, but here's your new Xbox, we know it works. If you have any problems, here's my, I'm Mike, here's my card, feel free to come for me. I will gladly help you the next time, but don't scream at my people. And she backed off, and everybody behind the counter was like, where have you been? And I was like, <laughs> I had the store over. The store, the, the prior store manager had, would, left on maternity leave, like, like Thanksgiving day. So I took over for all of the holiday season. And they were just like, we've never seen a store manager do that before. I was like, guys, I'm sorry that no store manager has ever stuck up for you before. And like it's one of those things. Once you had to go through the shit, you never put another person through that shit ever again. And if you do, you're a fucking sociopath.
2: Mm-hmm. You're a you're, god everyone – oh, god. Not, not even mandatory military service. Mandatory service service. Yeah. Everybody needs to get like a year or two years – to work in some kind of service, service position, be, be it a retail or food service or you know something where you are responsible for taking care of someone else, and not like a high end version of it either, like mid to low tier where you're you're not getting to like deal with fancy shit. No, yeah. you're just like slinging fries and shit.
0: Yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta know what it's like, and it's it, it sucks to think that people have to deal with that. Just to understand that shitty things happen, you know that that's what's baffling to me is that people will see this sort of thing, and like you have to have been shit on it in order to understand why you shouldn't shit on other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it.
2: A lot of that comes back to like just a, a, a complete lack of understanding of what it's like to be on the other end of it. Yeah. Should we be able to just plug in and understand what it's like to be in somebody else's shoes? Absolutely. Yep. But for some folks, there is a degree of, I have never been on the other end of this. So I have no idea what this is like. And this isn't unique to, to you know, shitty customers and, and customer service stuff. I mean, you can see this in every walk of life and in every kind of like uh, – um uh, human sympathy ideally would be free flowing and, and ever present. Yeah. Um, but people just don't function that way. Um, Pete Holmes, uh, as uh, comedian was talking about this on his podcast, he talked talk about it a couple times where, um, people have been giving shit to a lot of men who are like, you know, I have, you know, if you have a daughter or a wife or something, when they're talking when like sexual misconduct stuff comes up, You know, the idea that saying that shouldn't have to be said, that you should just understand it. And you should just be like, I don't want to treat another person this way. And that's true that it shouldn't have to be said, but like we, you know, when you, when you exist in a certain, uh, station in life, you, you don't have the experience that someone else does, um, so I think there is. And mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to offer sympathy for people who are being dicks. Fuck them. Um, but I do understand the stance of, of, of again coming from a place of ignorance of like I yeah. don't know what it's like. Um, but at the same time, compassion, compassion is really easy to do. Just take a second and realize that whatever you're doing. I have never worked, and I, I I imagine that you guys are in the similar situation. I have never worked in. No, 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 Mike, you, you definitely have like a real adult big boy job. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think MC does as well. But what yeah, I mean yeah. by, by this is the point of getting at is I have never worked in a place where things were actually important. And what I mean by that is if I fucked up massively at my job, no one's going to die. No one's going to jail. No one is going to get, you know, like their life is not going to be ruined at worst Somebody didn't get their t-shirt. Somebody didn't see their movie. Somebody didn't get their comic books. So, or, or somebody else, didn't get this, like the sign they ordered. So for me, that's the point where perspective gets lost is the yeah. idea that whatever's being dealt with isn't actually important on like a life or death, you know, survival kind of uh, scale.
0: Yeah. And that's that's interesting that you say that, too, because when I first started and I'm not going to go into detail because it's just not appropriate. Like I actually give a crap about this company, so I won't bring them up for that reason. Um, But like that that weighed on me heavily early on when I first started doing the job that I'm doing now um, was like I could potentially screw this up and this could really be a bad thing. And it ended up being one of the reasons why when I got promoted to the next level, now I'm in charge of people. Is they said that that was something when they looked at my history and they looked at like all the things that I had done that they could tell that I actually gave a crap about what I was doing. And it wasn't just like, oh, I got to get numbers. I got to get numbers. It was, they were like, we listened to like some of your calls that you had um, with customers. And like, you can tell that you actually give a crap about people. And like, it was just one of those moments where it was so validating, like to be like, hey, you're a good person and we appreciate that. Like it was, it, it pays off every now and then. And it's, it's really kind of nice. And like, um, it, it just, I a hundred percent agree with you though, Rambo, like, you know, you, you do need to see this, but I also wanted to mention that you mentioned one of my favorite Rolling Stone songs and that's Sympathy for Dicks. So
2: <laughs> Mike, have you seen the episode of SpongeBob where he pulls the spatula out of the grease? Yeah. shows up. Yes. <laughs> and then, and so, so, and then they have the the face off at the end of the episode where it's like who can make the most burgers. Yeah. And Neptune makes like hundreds and hundreds of burgers, and SpongeBob just only makes all, or, or Krabby Patties, and SpongeBob only makes the one.
0: But it's perfect, and he like, yeah, he like takes the pickles <laughs> and he draws the smiley faces on them, and then he puts the piece of cheese over him like it's a blanket. Put the cheese yeah. on them
2: like it's <laughs> the, like a blanket, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 what you're talking about with your job. It's it's quantity versus quality. Um, you know, do you want to do a bunch of things subpar, but in volume, or do you want to do one thing right? And that's what it comes down to. But I think also that's that's where people get fucked up in terms of being the customer, is you because it's because it's not important that people get upset. Because you don't approach it as a customer from this is going to be difficult. This is going to be involved. This is going to be taken really, really seriously for you. It's a convenience for you. It's something simple and easy and something you can just knock out of the park with no problem. So when problems start cropping up, it's still like, well, this was supposed to be easy. Why is this a problem? Why is this so difficult? Why is this taking so long? And that ignorance of not knowing what's going on behind the counter or how things are functioning or, or, you know, what the actual ins and outs of it are is, is that really fucks you up. Um, and again, that, that's, that's why that mandatory service would be so great is, is people having to, to, to be on, on both sides of it. Um, like dude, anytime I'm like, particularly of late, like, like checking out at Safeway, um, and, you know, things are going slow or whatever. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's taking so long. All I say is, no problem. I've been on that side of the counter. And you can see their shoulders drop. Yeah. You can see them relax. Like, okay, cool. I can just do my job now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I will I will often, mine is often just like, hey, there is no rush, dude. And I yeah. just try to say it as caring yep. as possible. Because, like, yep. I, I'm never going to yell. I don't think I've ever yelled at a service industry person ever. Like...
1: Me
0: either, with the exception of some of my employees who did some dumb shit, but like, um, <laughs> there's no reason to. Yeah. There's exactly. no fucking reason to. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. Now, actually, no, I take that back. I did yell at one. Um, so I'm at Wawa. And oh yeah, they, recently. Uh, oh yeah. Standing <laughs> line, standing line at Wawa, right? And like, uh, this dude without a mask, mind you, the whole store, employees, customers, everybody's got masks on except for this one dick bag. And he cuts in front of me in line. Mind you, there's stickers on the floor that say six foot distance. This dude cuts right between there. So we're like three and a half feet away from each other. And I'm like, "Mm, fuck this noise. So I back off and give myself an extra three feeks. I don't want to be near this weirdo. Mm -hmm. So we're all standing in line for this one register. They open up a second register at the front of like the little circle of registers they have. Right. Mm -hmm. So I go. He said the guy goes, I can take the next person here. So instead of going past. Uh, the mask hole, as I will call him, since he wasn't wearing a mask, um, I go the other way around. I go counterclockwise to get to this register. And I get there first, right? But mask hole, going the other way, almost gets there, but I beat him there. The dude behind the register with like, I, I could you couldn't add more sass to this fucking response if you tried. Looks at me and he goes, um, sir, like like shakes his head with the shoulders and everything. I mean, total attitude. He goes, I called him to be next. And I was like, that's cool. I was in line too. And he goes, you can go wait in line again. And I was like, oh, okay. So because he doesn't have a mask, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And I didn't left. Mm. And I was like, and I just rolled back. I didn't say anything else. And I was like, I was waiting in line too, but he cut in front of me. So I go and I wait there, right? Guy without the mask, pays for his things, leaves very, very quickly. Gentleman behind the counter looks at me, makes eye contact, goes, sir, I can take you here. And I was like, I'm waiting in line patiently for the next register. Thank you. He looked at me and I stared him in the eyes the entire time. As I walk up to the next guy, I was like, hi, I would like $10 on pump eight, please. And can I get a receipt? Thank you so much. And stared him in the eyes the entire time. I was, I was so mad. I was like, you're going to give me your little shoulder bob bullshit, like attitude over this stuff. Like you think I was like at the back of the store and you're like, I can take the next one here. And I sprinted and knocked over some children. And <laughs> to get here, You dick. Like I was more mad at him than I was at the guy without, without wearing the mask.
2: And you know, the, the, the really fucked up situation, the really fucked up part about that is it was almost certainly people like the dude who cut you in line that put him in, that put the guy behind the register in that mood. Like, Homeboy's probably been dealing with those kind of dicks all day for the last however many months. And you just happen to come in at just the wrong time at just the wrong place. And so you get all the invective from him.
0: Yeah. And admittedly, I might be on edge a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. You know, this, this, this this quarantine has been rough. Okay. Like, (laughs) it's not been it's not been the least stressful thing let's just put it that way okay like things are things are pretty crazy but yeah like that was i think that yeah that's really the only time i've ever and i really didn't even yell at him i was just shitty to him and like i kind of walked out of that and i was like man i was kind of a dick but i was like yeah well so was he so i think it equals out and like <laughs> yeah it, it's it's whatever mc wait no you just did yours right yeah, you I just did did my, yours. yeah okay um oh it's my turn Uh, The fucking cart corral at the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Either put your cart back at the front of the store or put it in the cart corral. Like, do not leave it dangling about in the parking lot. Because, like, it's, it's just, it's so fucking lazy. It's so lazy to just be like, I've just hauled all of my groceries here, but I can't walk another 15 feet to put my cart back. And then, like, it blocks parking spots. It causes damage to other vehicles. Like, it's just, and like, you're forcing the people that work there to go wrangle all these up and put them back in the cart corral. And like, it's just, it's such a dick move. And like, I'm going to see if I can find it, but there was a really funny meme. It wasn't even a meme. I think it was actually his quote. Let me see if I can find it. But Danzig, Glenn Danzig. Oh, here it is. Found it. The the shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task, and one which we all recognize as correct, appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to um, return their cart. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning the shopping cart. No one will fine you or kill you for not returning the shopping cart. You gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of goodness of your own heart. You must return the shopping cart because it is the right thing to do, because it is correct. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal, <laughs> an absolute savage, who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with a law and the force that stands behind it. The shopping cart is what determines whether a person is a good or a bad member of society.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, you know what, you know what I'm gonna do. I noticed in our little conversation on on our on the Facebook page that somebody in the GTR family was like, "Well, I don't do that," and you know what, Trisha, that is fucked up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's you out on the podcast. I even that said is to her, not okay." I think I even said to her, and I was like, "Well, oh, you know, you might, you might be an asshole." <laughs> now, you know
2: I, I, there <laughs> are. I I have, I have seen people counterpost to that wherein they're talking about people with, you know, disabilities, people, um, who have like chronic illnesses and things where for them, like going grocery shopping, that was all their spoons for the day. And they don't physically have the energy to walk the cart back. You know what? Cool. We ain't talking about you. We're talking about the regular, perfectly healthy person who just doesn't fucking want to. Yeah. That is who this is aimed at. Um if you're in such a position where you're, you where it actually physically pains you or it is so much more difficult to return it, hey, leave it out of like like don't leave it in a parking space. Be be as 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 kind and uh considerate as you can be, but yeah, do what you got to do. Um But yeah, if you were somebody who was just like, I don't want to, I don't fucking want to,
0: oh, well, then you're a dick. (laughs) There's no way around it. It becomes that same speech that Steve Buscemi gives in Reservoir Dogs about tipping, Mm -hmm. where there's this long diatribe about why it's not right to do it. Like when you, like in all this time that you, and energy that you exuded just to explain why you're not going to fucking do something, you could have just put the goddamn card away. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> MC, you want to so... weigh on weigh in on this one or... here? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, you guys have covered it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Mr. Rambo, what you got next? What's a what's another dick move or a juice bag move, if you will? Um,
2: let's see. There's so many. I mean, I feel like there's like right now there's the the situation specific stuff of like not wearing a mask, not keeping your distance. Um I feel like those are, are nice uh simple ones, but they're, but but they're 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 situation specific, meaning like <laughs> optimistically he said once this is all over, um <laughs> and and isn't a permanent part of American life anymore, um they're going to go away. Um and I even even I would say like keeping your distance, like a lot of people have like social anxieties and like it's a blind spot for them. They don't realize they're close talkers and shit. So I'm, I'm willing to like, let that slide. Um, but this one is something that I have noticed. Um, people end up taking pride in and that's not using somebody's pronouns. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, if oh. you, you Meet somebody, or you run into somebody, and they have an animal with them. They have a dog or a cat or something, and you say, oh, isn't he a cute boy? And they go, oh, actually, it's a girl. You immediately start calling it a girl. You use she, her pronouns. You change it up. And and usually people go, oh, I'm sorry, because – the understanding is that what you did was wrong. It wasn't malicious. It was wrong. You made a mistake and you adjusted it. But for some reason, similar people, when they meet a person who is perhaps male presenting, or they just assume, they look and they go, You look like a person who uses he, him pronouns. And they do that. And the person goes, Oh, sorry, actually. I use she, her, or I use they, or, you know, I'm not, I'm non-binary. They go, oh, well, how am I supposed to know? Why should I have to change? And they just melt into a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> so if you it, making the mistake doesn't make you the asshole, refusing to change, refusing to learn and own the fact that you made the mistake makes you the asshole yeah if somebody is just steadfast and not using somebody's pronouns you're a fucking dick
0: yeah right. like of all the ones that we've talked about they've all like irritated me or angered me in some way shape or form but this one actually makes me physically ill like this one makes me want to like it, it makes my skin crawl because like it would be like if i came up to you and i was like hey it's really nice to meet you james and you're like yeah you know um i don't i don't go by james it's a uh, It's Jim, you know. Just call me Rambo, but then I keep calling you James, anyways. Yep. It's it's the same basic principle, Mm -hmm. and it's it's just as obnoxious. Like I literally had to, at one point, I had to remind somebody that, like, hey, can you stop with all the Jew jokes? Oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and like they were like, oh, but I thought it was funny, and I was like, I don't. So why don't we stop? And you know what? This was in the military.
2: <laughs> that's a little shocking.
0: It's not. It's not yeah. shocking at all. <laughs> but like, it's it's just it's one of those things that like you shouldn't have to raise your voice for that sort of thing, right. but sometimes you have to, and people don't get it. You know, like, and it it. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the. If somebody ever said to me, like, I'm I'm really careful with it. Like, I have I have friends who are gay, and I don't know exactly what their pronouns are because they don't specifically go out of their way to say it. So I make a point of when I'm referring to them, I use their name. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's it. Yeah. You know, like because I don't even want to potentially offend them. And like yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't understand why people would take pride in offending people. They're pricks. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, ba- it's basically that. Yeah. I mean, it literally costs nothing to be a decent person and call people what they would like to be called. Yeah, because uh-huh. we, we we do it with like the example Rambo Rambo used. We do it with literally everything else. We do it with we do it with people's regular with people's names. Like we do it in every other area of life. But when it comes to someone um, who who may go by different pronouns than what you expect, now all of a sudden it's yeah. an issue. Like it, it literally costs you nothing to be a decent person. Yeah. Like. I've gotten into the habit of, I mean, because there's nothing wrong with asking, you know. There's nothing wrong with asking, like, hey, how, what can I, well, not what can I call you, but what what pronouns do you use? That way you can you can be certain without accidentally offending uh, offending someone. And you can also give a shit. Yeah, you can also do that. And I've gotten into the habit of always just using they them generally. Yeah. And to just just in a on a general sense, just because I can cover the bases then, and I'm not accidentally uh, misgendering someone uh, because I don't actually know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a safer bet. Yep. Um, it's one. It's good to just get in the habit of period. Um, to yeah they them as a singular uh, um, when not referring to uh, uh, uh. Or or consciously referring to somebody as they, them, as opposed to, like, you know, um, referring to, like, a company or a corporation or something. Uh, Because that's the thing. Singular they, them isn't new. It's not something we've we've only just encountered. People use it all the time and have been using it all the time. And the same people who will make a big stink about it have been using it and will continue to use it. They just don't typically use it for a singular person. They're more used to he or she, which, Hey, I fucking get it. It's been the culture for a long goddamn time. What change? <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. And like my, my, my one counter to what MC said earlier about, uh, it costing nothing. It does cost something. It just doesn't cost money. It costs yep. effort. And uh, that's yes. so much harder for some people. Yeah. Try, having, having to put in any kind of effort, to, to be conscious of what you're doing is so much more difficult. Like if you could just throw a $5 bill at somebody and have it just disappear, like, Oh, eh, that thing didn't happen. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I feel like most of these people would do that if they had the option to just pay into some sort of like service that absolves them of having to make these mistakes, (laughs) it would all be happening all over the place. Um, but yeah, having having to try. I mean it mean it also means giving a shit. Like caring about what you're saying and doing to somebody else. Oftentimes a stranger. Like come the fuck on, man.
0: Yeah. <sighs> it's a mess. Um, MC man, what you got?
1: All right. I'm gonna com- I'm gonna combine two, but they're because they're they're generally the same kind of person. Reply all guy or gal slash mass text guy or gal.
0: <laughs> I think that's working because it's the same vein, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like,
1: yeah, same, same thing. Like, please, like, please stop. I, in fact, you know what? You can, you can also throw in a third chain leather person
3: <laughs> because <laughs> they're probably they're, because that's, <laughs>
1: because that's probably, that's probably what they're sending in their email and with their email or mass yeah. text. Like, yeah please just stop. Like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not reply. All guys annoying because it's like, if, if it doesn't, if, if it directly, if it directly relates to me, you can send me an email. I don't, I don't need a, any, I don't need to be caught in a chain with 63 other people, uh, of some generic, something that was completely unnecessary. And then all of a sudden you end up having like 14 different emails because now people are replying all to this thing. And none of it's relevant to anything like, yeah. <laughs> and I get, I get caught in it at work all the time. Like I, I'll, 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 I will step away from my desk for a second, come back and have 21 emails. I'm like, what the hell, the hell happened? And then it just, it's just people replying all on something that is just, that, that didn't need a reply all.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I, I can't stand mass Texas. Like I, they drive me absolutely nuts. Because like it's you're responding to one person's thing, and then like three other things pop up because other people are laughing or like just uh, yeah I don't yeah. (laughs) So
2: I absolutely send mass texts, but (laughs) let me add the 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 one uh, 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 caveat of I specifically say do not reply to this. If you have something to say, that's what it is. I don't start a conversation. This is I need to blanket everybody with this information all at once, and there's too many people to do it individually. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not. Uh, uh, if you're if you're starting a, a conversation with a bunch of people that you haven't said something to them about, like it's one thing to be like, oh, we all need to discuss this. This is all very important, so let's all talk about it. It's another thing entirely to just be like. Hey, what is everybody doing? And just, <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? Hey, what's everybody
0: to uh, this weekend? Yeah, no.
2: Yeah. I, <laughs> I created a room that I've locked you in, and now we all have to talk to each other. It's like a fucking horror movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: So I, I I posed this to our, uh, our our listeners earlier today, the same question, just to see kind of some of the things that they had to say as far as like things that they think are dick moves as well. Um, one of my favorites is one that I 100 I percent agree with is um, parking on or just over the line in a packed parking lot. Ugh. Like. Seriously, like if you're over the line, fix your car. Yeah, it's readjust. Yeah, you know, it's just like uh, it's so infuriating. That's one. Um, this is another good one too. Not checking behind you to see if you should hold the door or not.
2: Yes, that is on my list.
0: <laughs> yeah, say, that's. Wait, say, say that one again. So, like, you're you're walking into Wawa, right? And you open the door, and you don't check behind you to see if there's anybody else, and you just let the door slide. Oh. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's one too. Um, another one. Um, this is timely. Wearing your mask just below your nose.
2: Yeah, it's a good one.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. like, what's the point? I'm putting in minimal effort so that technically you can't call me on it. Yeah, you said I have to wear a mask. Like, miss me with that fucking fresh prince shit, where you're you're wearing a tie but not on your head. Right? Like, fuck you. Or the cummerbund. Yeah. <laughs> Shoes and shirt required, but they don't have to be in their regular spots. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh I'm wacky. Cool. Manic, Burned extreme, you. bullshit. <laughs> So, and, and and I will add a caveat to the uh, holding the door, not saying thank you when someone holds the door for you, just walking past somebody.
0: Who the fuck does that? <laughs> Fucking animals, that's who. Like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> we go. Okay, so I haven't thought about this one in a really long time because uh, I can't remember the last time I actually used a public bathroom. Um <laughs> But when you go to a public bathroom, especially guys, and you're peeing or, or, you know, pooping, and someone's talking to you. No, 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 uh-uh, no, no talking. No, this is not a place for conversation. No, Let, let's do our business and then we can talk outside of here. But the, it, I don't know what it is. This is the pet peeve of mine, maybe. But like not talk time. Yeah.
2: It's not talk time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It just seems – it's kind of a dick move. Like, hey, can you just shut up? Let me me do my thing here, please. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe that's just me. I don't know about you guys.
2: I don't know if it's like – I wouldn't say that person's a dick. It's just weird and inappropriate. Like, this is –
0: Borderline juice bag material. Okay.
2: This is the room where we've all agreed that we need to have it. It's important. It needs to be everywhere because we all are still – Uh, 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 organic biological beings and so we have to do disgusting things and this is the room where we all do the disgusting things but even within the room there are little smaller rooms we've created because some of the things are super disgusting and we're all going to pretend none of us are doing the disgusting things we're all (laughs) acting like none of this is happening and so when you start talking to someone, <laughs> like, it's it's one thing if you're standing in li- like, if there's a long line to get into the bathroom or even inside the bathroom, but you're waiting for a urinal and somebody's like chit chatting. I'm okay with that. But the second you start, if, if your genitals are exposed to the open air, we're not chatting anymore. <laughs> this is not talk time anymore. It's over. <laughs> Shut your goddamn just, mouth.
0: You're just casually having a conversation with me with your dick in your hand. No. Yeah. Stop. You're holding stop. your penis
2: right now, right? Yeah? Yeah, then stop talking.
0: Right? Stop making hold eye contact
2: your, with me. Hold your peace while you hold your peace. Yes. <laughs> there it is. 100%. That's a new shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just you yeah, just a, a nice little simple graphic of a urinal. Hold your peace while you hold your peace.
0: There you go. That's how we. That's how we become millionaires, fellas, right there. Uh, Rambo, what's, what's next on your list, bud? Um,
2: these are. Uh, these are, are very much. They, they very much go hand in hand. Uh, changing lanes without signaling, and no thank you wave once you change lanes. Yeah. If you, first of all, let's talk. So, so I am a new driver, and by that I mean I've only been driving for about three or four years now. Um, essentially I grew up, I grew up right outside the city. So, uh, that, you know, so, so the, the, you know, the buses and the train were always available to me, uh, that coupled with being very poor meant I had no money to buy a car, let alone afford gas, let alone afford insurance and shit. So I didn't see the point in getting my license. Um, also, I don't know if they still do, but Maryland, over the, age, over the age of, like, 18, requires that you do driving school. So it was even more money that I didn't have to get my license. Um, funny enough, when I got my learners in... Uh, or re-upped my learners in Virginia that day, they were like, so do you want to take the driving test? No, motherfucker! I just got my learners! <laughs> like, <laughs> is there not, like, a, pe- a grace period where I have to wait? And they're like, ah, oh, we don't give a shit, we're Virginia. Um, so part of what happened what with me was i developed some anxieties about driving because i wasn't doing it for so long and I, and I just got to see more and more shitty behavior from people who were drivers because people don't really think about what driving means and what it actually represents you get into a big metal box That you have complete control over. Until you don't. And you approach speeds. Of anywhere from. 60 to 90 miles per hour. In a machine. That weighs upwards. Of two plus tons. That could. So easily murder. Anyone around you. And there are. Thousands of people on the fucking road doing this all the time. Some of them are teenagers, some of them are nonagenarians. Some of these people are—they're—they're so they're like two generations removed from the fucking civil war. There are so many people. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They can remember before sound was in film. Uh, (laughs) Like the, the (laughs) the degree to which people do not take responsibility or, or understand the difficulty and the responsibility that is entailed in operating a motor vehicle is fucking bananas agreed 100%. so yeah the fact that you know there's all these people doing this is one thing the secondary fact of the uh, that, that people will just move in and out of lanes while they're going 70 miles an hour without any indication of where they're going blinkers on cars are not for the person driving they're for everyone around them. Yeah. So when you just shift from lane to lane, you just say, I'm going to merge over here now, because why not? You're not just an asshole. You're an idiot. And dangerous. Incredibly yeah. dangerous. <laughs> A liability, yeah. The degree to which you are taking your life and other people's lives in your hands every time you do this cannot be understated. Um, and it just... It just fucking blows my mind every time it happens. Nothing, 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 nothing taps my rage like bad driving. It is, you know what? Second only to maybe like blatant racism and sexism <laughs> and shit.
0: Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah say so whatever issues. racial slurs you want, but if you suck at driving... <laughs> <laughs>
2: The fucking community like oh i i can excuse racism but bad signaling um (laughs) the fucking like is it's so fucking dangerous and so it's like so that's bad enough right that's bad enough but if someone lets you in their lane and then you don't acknowledge that that just happened fuck you (laughs) God damn it. I have screamed in my car more times because of that than maybe anything else. Where the fuck is my wave? God damn it. That's all it takes. Raise your hand. Move it from side to side slightly. Put it down. We're done. That's all you had to do. That was the entire exchange. Just, a
0: quick, just a quick. That's all you need. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. 100% with you. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Thank yeah. you. The end.
1: <laughs> and Ugh. see what
0: what about you, man? You got another one?
1: Yeah, uh, people who do anything on their phone loudly and in public, Ugh. whether it's play music, <laughs> whether it's play a game and the sounds on, just anything like anything that should require headphones, but you just decide not to put your phone on silent or use headphones.
0: Walk with exp- it on speaker. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, well, I mean, I, I I hate people who who use speakerphone in public in general. I don't get it. Yeah, just put the phone in your ear. Use use earbuds. You have AirPods now. Like you have Bluetooth. Like do anything, but that there's unless whatever is being said on the phone needs to address the entire group of people that you're with. Fine. If it's just you, singular, talking to one other person, there's no reason that your phone needs to be on speaker. If you have a if you have a favorite song saved to your phone or on your streaming service, and you feel like listening to it. If you don't have headphones, that's not the time to be playing it out loud. I probably don't want to hear whatever the fuck it is you're listening to. Even, Even if I like song I the like. song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could like the song, and I don't, I, I'm i not interested in hearing it. Let me decide when I want to hear it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Motherfuckers who will just walk around retail stores. With their phone like up to their chest, just casually, as loud as it can fucking go, talking about fucking nothing. It's not like you're discussing nuclear codes and you're on like you're 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 like on call or some shit, or there's some sort of like hostage situation you're negotiating.
0: You're just bullshit on your iPad, yeah, you know. Yeah,
2: (laughs) you're just (laughs) fucking around. (laughs) Like. All yeah. phones come standard with goddamn, you know, a, a, a headphone. Uh, well, not headphone jack, but headphones and a microphone.
0: Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, that one is fucking annoying. Yeah. Oh. The um, I'm gonna get real serious here for a second on this one. Um, but I want to take everything that Rambo said about vehicles and replace any word, any usage of automobile, vehicle, car, and replace it with gun. Oh, fuck yeah. Because I cannot fucking stand ignorant, dumb gun owners. Because I'm not even... The the person who listens to GGR knows exactly who I'm talking about. But it was a comment on one of their pages talking about an AR-15. And the, the comment was... That's not even what an AR-15 is for. It can't kill anybody. You would use an AR-15 and shoot somebody in the leg and wound them. Let me give you (laughs) something real quick, okay? Because this is something I am intimately familiar with. One, because I was in the military, and two, because I've seen what it's done. An AR 15 uses a 5.56 five, round, and when fired into a human body, it ricochets around to make sure that it does the most damage possible. So it goes in about the size of a quarter and comes out the other size, the size of a fucking softball. So don't tell me that this weapon is meant to wound you, fucking ignorant idiot. Like, I am. If you're gonna be a gun person, be a gun person and know your shit. Because. There is nothing that infuriates me more than somebody who sits there and runs their mouth with ignorant bullshit flying out of it at all times. And, and we're not talking about a tool. We're not talking about a knife that could stab somebody and potentially kill them. We're talking about something that was designed to kill. There is no other reason to have a, a gun than to kill somebody, period. End of sentence. Or to threaten somebody with death. But still, that's the intent. That's what they were designed for, to kill people more efficiently than swords and bow and arrows and shit like that. So, like – oh, god damn, dude. That makes me so friggin' angry. I cannot stand irresponsible gun owners. Or if you say, like, uh, um, an automatic uh, – its oh, that's a semi-automatic weapon. Well, technically it's not a semi-automatic weapon because it's been modified. Oh, shut the fuck up. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like – there's the difference right there. The minutiae of that versus, oh, this, it was a weapon meant to wound. You're not wounding somebody with a fucking M16. I hate to break it to you. You're not. And if and, you are, you're maiming them because that is a deadly yep. weapon. What
2: weapon... Could, there, okay, you have more experience with, the, with this than I do. Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. What weapon that's designed to wound... Isn't designed to kill. I mean, like a stun gun. Well, no. So that's the thing. But that's not even designed to wound. Yeah. That's designed to just stop you. Yeah. It's not. It's it's if if, if it actually does serious damage of any kind, it's going overboard. It's being used improperly, right? Yeah. So. That
0: fucking statement doesn't even make any sense. No, it doesn't. It, it just.
2: It's not designed to kill you. It only shoots bullets.
0: Yeah, like... right? Yeah. Guns don't kill people. Yeah, that's the other thing that makes me mad is when you'll see the thing, people say shit like that. Guns don't kill people. Uh, it, does it, is it the pencil's fault if you um, spell a word wrong? Uh, is it the car's fault if you get in an accident? No, but in the hands of the person, these. Tools, weapons, vehicles cause that damage, and nobody should have a vehicle if they can't drive it safely, just like no one should have a gun if they can't, yep. one, know what the fuck it does, two, know why you don't point it at people, three, like can pass some sort of competency test to have this fucking thing. Like it, it's uh, it it incenses me so much because they'll they'll lean back on on the, the Second Amendment. Oh well, the Second Amendment says that we have the right to bear arms. Yes, with an organized militia. What you forgot that second part, didn't you? Are you part of an organized militia? You're fucking not, are you? You're just some weird like doomsday prepper who talks about you need your government. Uh, you need the gun in, in case the government tries to install tyranny. Oh, and guess what's fucking happening right now <laughs> all over the country. <laughs> And where is Jim Bob and oh, Jethro with their with, with their militia ready to defend the Constitution? Fucking nowhere, because that is a bullshit argument that none of them will actually do.
2: Well, no, that, that's the thing. They they would be quick to do it if you know, like Obama had actually done what they were saying that they were going to do, which what was we were going? started like coming to get guns. Like if the Obama administration had decided, okay, you know what. Yeah, this is a bad idea. Sandy Hook just happened. Great. We're going to now do citywide sweeps across the country uh, and grab up every single firearm we can find. Then you'd have gotten people barricading their homes and shooting at police. But because the people that are being uh, uh, attacked and disenfranchised and um, gassed and shit because the fascism isn't aimed at them, uh, they're perfectly cool with it. Hard. It's not about – I saw today somebody, somebody made an excellent point on Twitter um, about uh, uh, the reason you're not seeing these – or better, better still, the reason you're not seeing people – like like the reason like – like Trump supporters, there's no getting through to them unless they decide otherwise is – it's never going to be like stop trying to argue with those people about all the bad things Trump is doing because it's never been about is he doing good it's always been about how is he hurting the people i don't like and that is the crux of the issue that is really the 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 the, the pivot point is i don't care If he's actively doing anything positive, the negative he's doing to my enemies far outweighs anything else. Um, There's a great Twitter account called at well, at well underscore regulated. It's well-regulated militia and all the account, all, all they do is they repost articles of people who have done dumb shit with guns sometimes and very often resulting in deaths and it starts with a member of our well regulated militia blank. And then they just explain the article along with the link. And it's fantastic. Um, a member of our well regulated militia shoots his one month old baby, then shoots his mother and his 14 year old sister when they rush into the room. Police say he, quote, had some sort of mental breakdown. And it's just that for the entire. Yeah, they have. Just shy of 9,900 tweets. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, if you want you to have gun, gun control conversation, we can have that.
0: Uh, um, yeah. It, 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 it's, I mean, uh, like, to put it mildly, I think too many people have, have access to them that shouldn't. I mean, fuck period, yeah, man! Period. Like, there, there are way too many people that have them. And, like... We talk about all the all the things that the police should be and shouldn't be doing. Um, they shouldn't be handling people with mental health issues. That should be done by social workers, caseworkers, things like that. You know what they should be doing? Monitoring the flow of illegal arms. Because right now it's a federal thing where the FBI or the ATF has to be involved in it. Shouldn't local police be involved in this since it would be impacting their communities in the first place? You'd Wouldn't think? this be a better use of their time instead of pulling over people and accosting them? There was a fucking video that I saw and it was a Virginia State Police, it was a Virginia State Trooper that pulled over a dude and the guy, his his tags were expired. I don't know if you guys have seen this video or not, it was on Twitter, but like, he's recording it the whole time. He's like, I got pulled over for for dead tags and they're trying to pull me out of the car. And he, what did I do wrong, officer? And the officer loses his shit and it's just like, I'm a fucking specimen and you're going to listen to me and I'm just like, what is this guy, a professional wrestler? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, he's got and, a promo right now. Yeah, right? Yeah, and like it's in the guy's face and like it it was it was insane. Like forces the guy to take his seatbelt off, reaches through his window and unlocks the door to open the door. Like it was insane. And the uh, there were three cops there and the other two just stood there. And it's just like this is what they're doing? Like <laughs> like this is this is baffling to me.
2: And Is it's, this it's really that important. This, this, this was oh, the fuck thing. no,
0: they needed to draw the line here.
2: Well, no, that's again, similar to the Trump thing. It's not about what the guy did or didn't do. Like in this case, even, even, even the, the, the driver, he's like, yeah, my, my tags are dead. My tags are expired. Write me a ticket. Super simple. Um, it's not about that. It's the fact that at some point the guy made the cop, feel as though he wasn't important your authority is not absolute and i am not going to go along with everything you say just because you said it yeah and i am confident in saying that every other cop that was there if they didn't outright disagree with what the guy with what the the lead officer was doing was perfectly fine with it because everything would have gone fine if the civilian just listened to what they were being told if they just complied that's all you had to do no yeah. fuck you absolutely not
0: and you see it in the comments too well if you just listened and complied like what's the problem i don't understand yeah for what though like why do i need to get on my car i mean it's it, I'm my bad i haven't renewed my tags i'll, I'll fix it like I, I get it give me a ticket you know but like and and then they wonder. They wonder why? They wonder why people of color automatically like get anxiety when they see a police officer behind them. You you're being nervous
2: is making me nervous, so now I'm going to reach for my gun. Jesus Christ.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's Yeah, and like it's it's something like I don't even know if we've really talked about it much. We talked a little bit about it on on some of our podcasts that we did like when we were talking about don't shit in the streets um this like like one of my favorites uh, so yeah make that a shirt what i i don't yeah.
2: even remember the context for that what was
0: we were talking about like um that the woman in idaho wants to wanted to they, they basically like planned a uh a play date at a playground that was closed and they were like our you know our taxes paid for this our taxes pay for this the police officer's like that's cool you're trespassing And the woman's like, well, then arrest me. So he did. She's like, I can't believe you're arresting me. (laughs) (laughs) And we talked about, we talked about like, yeah, can you pull down your pants and take a shit in the streets? Yes, you can, but you shouldn't. It's the same reason why we're staying in quarantine. It's the reason why we're wearing masks. It's a public safety and health issue. So shit in the streets. Then it shows that you don't give a fuck about anybody else, and, and then we're, we're going to use it as like a thing. Like, look at this motherfucker over here shitting in the street. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah,
2: it's a purely selfish motivation. Yeah. Uh, let's add that to the list of would you take a shit in the street? There you go. Let's, let's <laughs> without add. provocation for no good reason.
0: Beyond you just decided you shit to. in the street. Okay. Yeah, it's <sighs> yeah. It's... God. Yeah, this this was the more the, the gun control one is the more serious thing like to determine where, whether you're an asshole. And the funny thing is is like I have guys who are good friends of mine that are in the military that are very pro Second Amendment, but they are, are in 100% agreement with me that it needs to be something that's well regulated, monitored, checked up on and handled. Because and we can attest to this too. If somebody in your platoon was acting squirrely, if they were acting weird, if they had made a threat to somebody else or a threat to themselves, they got put on what was called suicide watch, you know, real aptly named, right? And what happened was, let me tell you what happens to these guys. First off, they get this orange vest that's given to them that they have to wear everywhere. So that everybody knows exactly what's going on with this person, that they could be a security or safety risk, but also their belt and their shoelaces are taken from them. So, If it's just a cry for help sort of thing, it makes the person really embarrassed. It's kind of fucked up, okay? But this is the moment. Like, let's not act like this is the the bastion of great mental health uh, solutions, okay? But the most important thing that they do is that person is never allowed on a firing range with a weapon, period. Period. End of sentence. They are not. Do you know how many times you hear? a story of a soldier turned his weapon on all of his platoon mates and fired like 16 shots and killed them. It's very, very, very rare because the drill sergeants are trained to watch for things like that, to watch for signs. And if they're not in the right headspace, they don't get a weapon. And I'm not saying that like we should doctrine all things and dictate the way the military does things to the way civilian life works, but it's a really goddamn good idea, at least for that aspect. If you're not mentally capable of handling such things, then you shouldn't own them. It's no longer a right if you are a risk to yourself or others. And especially, you want to talk about like how many police officers would no longer be allowed to carry a weapon because they have domestic violence uh, cases against them. And I'm not talking about like where they um, uh, accosted a, um, a perpetrator. No, I'm talking about like within their own home lives. Yeah. It, it's it's something ridiculous. Yeah. It's a ridiculous percentage. It's like I think they say one in ten people are victims of domestic violence. But when it comes to police officers, it's like it's like one in three,
2: yeah, it's something like thirty or forty percent. It's yeah. some absurdly high number, wow. yeah, and it's 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 up there with the person the man who wants to be king is the person who should not be king. Yeah. anybody there's I won't say anybody because i I do know cops who are good people same yeah and i do know and like it's honestly part of it what really fucks me up about all this is to what degree are you willing to there there was the the the, the situation fuck i can't remember where it was now but there was a uh, there was a police officer who wanted to go and stand with protesters recently and he basically was told to fall in line and he's like i want to i want to hear that from my captain and eventually they finally get the captain and the captain says the same thing he's like so i can't go and stand with protesters And they say no and dude just quits on the spot um to what degree are cops willing to try to change are like one are you actually trying to change the system from within Because it's one thing to say, well, it's, it's, you know, if you want to change the system, you have to be a part of the system. You have to work within it, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, is that actually happening? Are you actually putting forth the effort for that? Or are you just not being a shitty cop? Like that's a whole different thing. Um, in terms of like, you know, it's, it's not enough to just not be racist. You have to be Mm anti-racist. Um, I don't know, man. It's such a fucking mess. Um, I completely lost
0: my train of thought. Um, I'm with you. But yeah. it's it's a total mess, and it's it sucks that like. <laughs> We can't just have this conversation about like, you know, what makes people assholes and just be like, I, hey, when people judge me for putting pineapple on my pizza, like it, <laughs> that's what at MC. That's right. How, MC you? Group, by the way, How so dare yeah. you? How dare you food shame me?
2: Uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and I just got into a, a recent, I hesitate to say argument, but argument on Twitter about this, yeah. uh, about candy, candy bars and shit. Yeah. The one that I don't like, that's more for you, man. Yeah. Just think of all the pineapple that's not going on your pizza, MC. I got you, boy. I got you.
0: All I'm saying is you got you know, this taken
2: care of, bud. Here's Absolutely. how. Here's how I know I'm not. A, here's how I know I'm not. A I dick. love if, pineapple by itself, just not on a pizza. <laughs> yes. I will take that bullet for you, man.
0: Yeah. Same. Same. Right. If we go out to get pizza, all of us, when this bullshit is over, which we're gonna do, um, <laughs> I will not order pizza. I will not order pineapple on my pizza. Like period. Like I'm not. I'm. That's the thing. Like and maybe this is from from upbringing. Maybe this is being in the military. But there's no hill that I'm willing to die on when it comes to things like that. Where it's just yeah. like I have to have it this way. And if I don't, I'm going to throw a fit. Like I just I've never been that person. Which,
1: which speaks to the entitled customers we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. It has to be my way. We've I'm sure we've talked about the actual meaning of customers always right. Right. Yeah. Like the actual oh, origin of it? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. That phrase uh, comes from, I want to say, like turn of the century. There was a retailer who wrote a manual about how to best sell, how, how, to, how to best be a retailer. Um, and the, cu- the phrase, the customer is always right, refers to what you should and shouldn't stock. You shouldn't put things on the shelf that don't sell. The customer knows what they want. They have decided. They've bought it. The customer is always right. Stock things that move. But, much like blood is thicker than water and curiosity killed the cat and all that shit, people have either cut off part of the message or just completely misinterpreted and reinterpreted it. Like, blood is thicker than water actually means the opposite of what people think it does. Yeah. Um. Like all the, all those things. Yeah. Yeah. The customer's always right. It has nothing to do with customer attitude has nothing to do with customer desire beyond you should have in stock things that move. That's it. That's all it means.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like the, um, the one that's the most a- uh, appropriate, cause not to shit on your point here, but like the, the whole blood, thicker <laughs> than water thing there, that's, I have a friend of mine who actually like is a, um, she's basically got like her PhD in linguistics. And like I said that I, I this com- this we had this conversation on Facebook and she was like actually that's a real common misconception because there's no proof that that was actually what it was but you can prove that blood is thicker than water was said at one point in like 1284 AD but there was no contrary to that so we think that that might be made up and I was like oh, oh the blood oh, of the thing yeah. No shit. Yeah. So like that was, that one blew me away. But the, the pull yourself up by your bootstraps, that one's bullshit because there's no such thing as bootstraps. And that was the point. If somebody was making fun of that concept, oh, well, you know, you're poor. Well, you should just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but I don't have bootstraps. Ah, there you go. better still,
2: it's physically impossible to do that. Yeah. Like you can't pick yourself up by grabbing something on you and trying to lift it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not to be done. No. <laughs> like, it's 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 up there with like how does Thor fly? Oh, he throws his hammer and then he grabs it. What? <laughs> what? Ha, ha, what? <laughs> I, I don't think that, that works. Do you think it works? It's like plugging an extension cord into itself. Ah. <laughs> Infinite power. Infinite power.
0: <laughs> oh God. Uh, that is a perfect. Point for us to uh, wrap this up. I do want to say this though, because I think you guys will appreciate it. I just saw this shared on Facebook. We'll, we'll leave on a, on a funny note here. So the British equivalent of the dollar store chain, they call them Pound Town. <laughs> And it seems like only Americans find that funny. <laughs> oh, that is
1: wonderful. Going to Pound Town. Take it One into pound, pound Town. <laughs> hey, man, you need anything from Pound Town? <laughs> I don't think I like the
0: sound of that. No, I think I'm good. <laughs> oh, man,
2: just some tube stakes underwear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, God. All right. On that note, apparently we're going to be making some TownTown t-shirts. We're also going to be making Shit in the Streets t-shirts, so keep your eyes open for those on GDR. Those will be up soon. TownTown and shitting in the streets there you go on that note ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode of gtr pirate radio make sure you check us out on spotify we're on itunes or apple Podcasts or whatever the hell they call it now uh google play we're there uh, we're on iHeartRadio. we're also on podcaster uh, check out all of these places to find our podcast so make sure you're sharing them with your friends you guys have already been doing that we appreciate that we've also got a patreon check out our patreon a dollar a dollar a month that's all you need and then you get cool stuff and we shout you out like we're about to shout out jay dilla right now because jay dilla has donated five dollars a month to our awesome ggr cause not only has she donated she's a part of ggr as she's providing us content once again so big thanks to mc brooks big thanks to steve Monik. big thanks to james rambo for being a part of this episode and also thank you to all of you out there who are listening my name is mike lonsford and don't be a deuce egg.